When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Navigation system. Please say a command. On. Ignition. Powered. Seatbelts. Fastened. Shift. Drive. Twin City sports fans, hold on tight. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, this is The Ride with Royce. He's going the distance. Uh, this is uh, the Ride with Ricey. I am at the winter home of the Ride with Ricey, the press box at Hammond Stadium. Trevor May has spent uh, most of his existence here for the last several months uh, down in Fort Myers. He'll be heading back to uh, do Twins Fest uh, this weekend. I'm heading back also. Uh, Trevor, uh, what are you cooking, sir? What's for dinner tonight? I am cooking uh, these turkey guacamole burgers. <laughs> They're very good. I'm You're right. Uh, fortunately, we're just, I'm just baking sweet potato fries right now, so uh, I don't actually have to do anything at the moment. But but you're uh, uh, you're a bit of a chef, huh? Uh, a little bit. My wife has actually surpassed me very quickly, so okay. she's a much better cook. We realized last night when I cooked, and it was not very good. <laughs> so, Trevor, what was what what was the date of your uh, Tommy John? Uh, March 20th, uh, 17th. March 20th, and where are you right now? Um, I mean, as far I'm as coming progress. up on 10 months, so uh, just about to get on the mound um, through at 120 feet. Basically, just took my little mini off-season, my four weeks off, uh, over the holidays, and I got back on Monday. So uh, now I'm here just firing it back up. It's it's, it's basically uh, getting really close to being my normal routine again, so uh, I'm feeling good. And you're, you're, you are going up to Twins Fest, though, right, for a few I'm days? I'm going or... to Twins Fest, yes. Okay, and then uh, we'll be back. And uh, uh, who makes the decision as to when you get on the mound? Um, it, it's based on a protocol. Um, you know, a certain amount of weeks is when they recommend getting up there. Um, you know, best Based on where your, when your break is, because they recommend having one, uh, it kind of pushes things one way or the other. So, um we're, we're like right at the we're like doing the last two weeks of the pre pre mound work now um and then then we'll just get into it when when that time comes so i think it's in like uh not this next week but the the, the starting the week after that i believe is uh getting on the mound i'm throwing flat grounds now too so uh today i threw um like 15 pitches just nice and easy uh flat ground and uh felt good felt really good yeah, but you, it's uh, it's uh, always a mystery, I suppose, until you get up on the hill and cut loose, though, huh? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's, and at that point, the protocol kind of just 
kind of sits over to the side and you kind of just uh, day by day say, oh, I feel good, let's move on, I feel good, let's move on, and, and, and hopefully there's no setbacks, kind of how it works. You know, a lot of uh, kids, uh, you know, guys get them as they uh, get the Tommy John as you're coming up in the minor leagues and you haven't really uh, broken through and you're not really a big leaguer yet. Uh, and, you know, it might be easier for those guys to uh, say, okay, all right, it's going to take me another year, but I'm going to get there. It had to be a real kick in the shins for you to, uh, you know, you've uh, established yourself, starting to establish yourself, and then all of a sudden you got to take a year out, a uh, year off at age 27. That isn't real easy. Yeah, it's not, it's not the, not ideal for sure. Um, you know, there's those silver linings. Uh, getting, getting a year to rest your body, no matter when that is, is, is uh, you see, you know, evidence of that. You know, guys taking some miles off their legs and things and kind of lasting a little longer. Say that Tommy John's important in career. Um, you know, and then as far as where we were, I was in my career and things, you know, I was fitting for the fifth spot. You know, we had 10, 10 days left in spring. I thought I was making a pretty good case and, and getting kind of ramping up, expecting to kind of break with the team and, and be in the rotation and kind of achieve all the goals that went in the spring training trying to, trying to achieve. And so I was kind of, kind of at a high point. Uh, how I was feeling and everything when this happened. So it was, it was definitely as hard as a kick. It wasn't a gradual thing. It was a one, um, one moment everything's straight and one moment you know the season's over. So uh, it was tough. It took a little bit to get over it, but uh, you know now here we're like ten months in, and uh, I got to watch the guys kind of evolve into a into a playoff team, and uh, um, I'm excited that I can kind of go in there and, and prove that I can help that happen again. I was going to ask you how long you how long it took to to say okay, well, I got to do what I got to do here and get back. I mean, how long how long before you kick yourself and say okay, let's go here? It took about a took about a week, mm-hmm. um, and it, that week kind of lines up with the week you have between getting surgery and tearing it. So when you realize you have it, it usually takes about seven days to, for them to schedule you. Um, so that was I couldn't do anything anyways. So that was kind of an ideal time to wallow and eat candy and <laughs> feel bad about myself. Um, and and I quickly, quickly got past it. Um, uh, I tried to find silver linings and, and decide on maybe there's some other things that now that I'm going to have a lot of free time when the teams are go- teams gone and like I don't have to you know travel and I, I'm going to be in one place for a, a while. Uh, maybe I can pursue some some things that you know, um, off field stuff that I wouldn't be able to do otherwise. So I did some of that stuff too. And that, that's all, that all happened pretty, pretty exciting too. A lot of that stuff, uh, it's a lot of fun. So, um, you know, I, I tried to do the best I could with, you know, what I had. Was it your techno music career you were working on or, no, uh, music, uh, music's <laughs> over. I'm on to my new thing and it's all, it's all, uh, in competitive video games. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, what's what's is your uh, what's your uh, uh, main uh, video game where you're competing on? Oh, right now it's uh, called Fortnite. A lot of the actually a lot of players play it. Um, I was oh, really? Surprised coming down here, a bunch of the rehab guys have been playing it a lot. Uh, so, <laughs> and uh, Phil Hughes actually tweeted the other day. He said, "Okay, I'm building a computer because I want to play this Fortnite game really bad." <laughs> so we got uh, back and forth talking about it. I was telling him all how to what he needs and all that stuff, and fans were loving that. So. Someday well, they want to see us play together. I think that's what's happening. Now, let's see. A guy my age who grew up and thought Pong was revolutionary. Uh, I got to tell you, the, the fact that we now have competitive video games 
a league of competitive competitive video games is uh, is pretty weird for me. Do you enjoy watching other people play, or do you just enjoy having yourself uh, play? I'm, hi- I'm hyper competitive. I love, I really like playing, but I also I, I can I can understand it from a competitive side of things. Um, I see it kind of as it's it's just a generation, and this is the way that you know maybe maybe a, a portion of the population that couldn't succeed at sports because of you know physical. Uh, d- differences can ex- succeed and get like scratch that competitive itch in another way. So it's 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 really cool to see now that like people who are put put the time into the, it's becoming a more of a structured like serious thing for these guys, and they're learning you know to be to, to be on teams and be sportsmanship, learn sportsmanship and be professional, all that same stuff that I had to learn. Um, and they're just learning it, playing something that they played instead of uh, traditional sports. So, uh, in my opinion, if you're the best in the world at something and people are willing to watch you do it, I think that you should be you should have an opportunity to play on a big stage. Um, if, if the eyeballs are there watching, you know, might as well. Um, same same thing for me. So it, it's very very uh, kind of rewarding watching a bunch of guys who may or may not have had an opportunity before now are starting to get an opportunity to kind of make a name for themselves doing something they're really good at. Uh, they did you uh, find? Have you find found yourself an arch rival uh, yet, or any anybody who can't be knocked off the peg, or is it too big of a widespread uh, a group of people that you would be competing with? Yeah, yeah, it's too big of a widespread. I to be honest, I play with just kind of within the competitive scene inside the game, like just the random matching of the players. Okay. So like, I'm not matched up against anyone very consistently. Um, and to be honest, there's no like league for the game I play yet, but. Uh, um, you know, they're they're I I'm I'm actually some of these big leagues. You know, I, I'm sure you've heard in the news about that game Overwatch and how they have a league now. Like the Robert Kraft owns a team, and the Will Ponds own a team, and uh, yes, like the the Sacramento Kings own a team. <laughs> you know, like all of them, they all bought a franchise. Um, like I'm actually a fan of a lot of those players, and uh, they were actually the, the developer of the game invited me to come out and speak to their player summit, which is more or less our <laughs> rookie development camp. So I got to talk to them all, and, and uh, it was like cool meeting them because you know they it was they all just kind of went from playing on small level teams or even just playing at home to like now they're playing on stage four times a week. So it was really cool. It was a really cool experience just seeing kind of all these people who are like like how baseball would have been in 1910, right? Brand new, um, and so it was uh, or organized baseball it is. So it was, it was cool to, to see that. Hey, Trevor, can we take a little break here and uh, come back? i got a few more questions for you. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we will uh, take a break here. Trevor May uh, heading to Twins Fest this weekend, uh, where all the Twins players will be today. By the way, Justin Morneau officially announced his retirement at uh, Target Field. And uh, there will be quite the turnout of uh, players up there at, uh, at uh, Target Field this weekend. Now, there's, uh, there's other things going on this weekend that could detract from the usual fine attendance there. We uh, shall return. Trevor May is with us. Uh, he's in, been in Fort Myers for uh, a long time. He's got to go home for a, a nice little break, uh, Christmas time, but he's back here now. We'll be in uh, Minneapolis this weekend for Twins Fest. Trevor, uh, what do you think of the work the Twins are doing to put that bullpen together? I like it. Uh, I get asked that question quite a bit because um, uh, I don't know if you've heard, but a lot of people like to uh, wonder whether or not I'm in the bullpen or yes. I'm starting. Uh, so, uh, yeah, a lot of comments like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? I think, 
I, I'm a fan. Um, I, I played against uh, played against Duke quite a bit. Um, Addison Reed has been one of the more consistent guys in the game for like a while, um, and and Fernando Rodney has has several times been top top handful of closers in the league. So um, you know, I don't think you can you can. Uh, uh, go wrong and you know i'm not going to speculate on like actual contracts or anything you know those are those are up to them but uh you know as far as i'm as far as uh, uh from a competitive standpoint um you know it's, it's a bunch of veteran guys who who have had a lot of success in their careers and uh um it's not really you know that they they're going to provide a lot of like uh you know experience um that you know, now that our bullpen's starting to get, but you know, it takes a few years. So uh, I think it's it's going to be nothing but positive for us. Well, I don't have to ask you the bullpen question because we had Falvey on last week, and he said you're a starter. So uh, they uh, they th- this uh, new administration uh, uh, looks at your assortment of pitches, uh, probably your uh, your uh, large body uh, type, and uh, you know the fact that you're a, a strong guy, and they uh, they see you as a starting pitcher, which is just fine with you, from what I. Uh, uh, have heard through the years. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm more than more than happy to to uh, to start, and uh, that's something that I think that I can succeed at if, if given the, uh, the a good opportunity. So um, that's what I'm. That's what I've been training to do, and uh, um, you know, I think that it's going to it's going to be something that I can do successfully at the major league level, um, and and. You know, I'm, I'm to the point here now where you know if it if it if it finally ends up that that, that isn't something that they want and that that is is in the cards for me, then uh, whenever that time comes, that we just say, okay, it's bullpen, we're we're bullpen, and that's what's <laughs> going to happen now. Like that's 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 all I ask. So, um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to go, and I and I'm just excited to kind of uh, get back in that role and and kind of really get a full reset here, um, especially coming off this injury. So. Trevor, your with your mix of pitches, to me, it's always seemed that that's a starter's mix of pitches because you got a you got you got three or four pitches to establish. You can establish that great changeup of yours when you you know with the fastball. You got the good breaking ball. That's that's I've always looked at that uh, myself as a you know amateur uh, looked at that as a uh, as a starter's mix of pitches that you had. Yeah. Um... It was weird being another bullpen too. I did, I did throw so many fastballs as well, um, you know, especially with the increased velocity. The fastball was a strikeout pitch, so I was going through like 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 spurts where the curveball was really good and I'd be fastball curveball because I was only throwing 15 pitches in an outing, and it, you know, there's only so many breaking balls you can throw. So it was hard to mix in four pitches, you know, as a as a reliever. So I would be like, I go like a week where the slider was really good, and we throw a slider every time, or the team based on the team, which that's valuable as a, as a reliever, but it's hard to build continuity, you know, um, try to get really develop a pitch into like that wipe out every single time type thing. So um, definitely, I think that it, it translates into a good starting mix, and um, you know, though all those things are going, you know, that's how you keep guys off their uh, on their heels for. Uh, seven, eight, nine innings. So, hey Trevor, uh, uh, hanging out down here rehabbing. Who are the guys? Who who did you get to know a lot better than you thought you were going to be because you're down here uh, rehabbing? Who are some of the younger guys that you got to know pretty well? Well, uh, uh, mostly that was with me all the time. You know, Ryan Rourke was here and Nick yeah. Birdie. Uh, neither neither of which are here, I believe. So uh, they're not here rehabbing anymore. I know that. Um, I know yeah, Nick Birdie got. Nick Birdie got rule five, yeah. So, um, 
so actually, uh, those, those are the two. They were pretty much, we were on the same programs. We were all just doing exactly the same things. Um, and then some of the really, the real young guys showed up like my last week. So I didn't really get to know them very well. Um, and, uh, now, now we're all here together. Um, but yeah, those were the two big guys and, and I'm still getting to know everybody now, but I'm sure in a month, if you ask me again, I could give you another set of names for sure. We're not getting into uh, the full details of what's going on, but uh, how's Miguel looking? Is he is he how's he, is he looking uh, like he might have lost five pounds? How's he looking? He's looking big and strong. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, uh, um, you know, it, to be honest, he 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 he's such a big guy that it's really hard mm-hmm. to to. It, he would have to lose 80 pounds for you to be like, wow, you lost a bunch of, you know. Uh, he's, just, he's a big, solid human being. So a five-pound yeah. drop or a 10-pound drop, I probably wouldn't notice uh, very very much. But he he seems seems healthy. He's moving around real good um, and uh, seems happy. So, like, that's that's pretty much, uh, again, I've, I've only seen him the last couple, two days. So, um, you know, from what I've gathered, though, that's that's kind of what's going on. What did you think of the uh, finish to the Vikings football game? Um, you know what? I, I, you know, along with this video game playing, how I play <laughs> is I play live and people like to talk to me in the little chat. And there's lots of comments on Minnesota sports uh, and maybe some pessimism and some negativity sometimes. So first and foremost, I'm so glad that, you know, things that haven't gone as well or, or – or gone that way against the the or the the Vikings finally happened for them, um, and uh, they got the big play, and it was it was pretty much just it, it, to be. I, I got to live a few of them as a Seahawks fan, so uh, I know I've been there, and uh, it's a great feeling, and I'm happy as heck for for everybody in the Twin Cities. So, uh, uh, and and to be honest, the, the greatest thing I think ever would be uh, for them to, to to win a Super Bowl in their hometown or in the home stadium. I think that that would be. The best ending to a state or to a uh, season that there possibly could be. So, um, I'm, I'm rooting hard, and uh, you know, even if the Seahawks were there, I think I would still, I, I think I would still be be rooting for that outcome. So, um, because you know, how many chances are you going to get to see something like that? So that kind of fit right in that narrative, and that's you know, if, if that's one play that gets them there, I think that that makes it that much better. So. All right, and uh, one last thing. What's the bride think of your uh, video game playing? Did you get her involved, or does she think you're a little goofy? She thinks I'm a little goofy, but um, <laughs> when I got when I had surgery, the day I had surgery, I actually, uh, the day I found out I got, um, I was getting surgery, I had a, uh, a Nintendo Switch on the way, so it actually arrived that day. I was all sad carrying out my Nintendo Switch, but I played a little bit, but the day I had surgery, I couldn't play anything. I was just sitting there all, you know, drugged up within my brain. <laughs> so she actually sat on the bed across from me and played Zelda for 10 hours. <laughs> so she got hooked. And so since then, we bought an X. Uh, we didn't have an Xbox. We bought an Xbox. She's beat like 10 games, and she enjoys it. She plays a little bit of a uh, little bit of Mario and stuff at night, and um, she thinks it's uh, it's it's just a, she's always been very very uh, supportive of my hobbies, and I. I don't know if anyone who has followed my career at all knows, but uh, I get a little bit into things when I get when <laughs> okay. I like them. So, all right, so, sir. Yeah. Uh, thanks, and have a good time at Twins Fest, and we'll uh, see you down here again next week, probably. All righty, thank you. All right, uh, that is uh, Trevor May.
uh, who's uh, finishing up his rehab. Uh, we'll probably have an innings limit this year, but uh, there's a good chance that uh, he could be one of the twin starting pitcher, pitchers if he gets up on the mound and starts uh, uh, throwing, because he was probably going to make it last year as a fourth or fifth starter, and then, uh, of course, got hurt. Uh, we shall return. This is The Ride with Racy. <laughs> the best number one all-time Rolling Stones col- uh, s- song, just a touch ahead of Dead Flowers. That's uh, that is my opinion, and I am sticking with it. Boy, you guys are going to be surprised if I ever fulfill my vow to retire and devote myself to becoming a competitive gamer. What do you think? <laughs> You'll turn on TV someday, and there will be all these 18-year-old kids and me you sitting know, there with our handles going like crazy. Pat, uh, in the first segment when Trevor was nice enough to join us, Johnny was patiently waiting for you to go to break for traffic. And I looked at John and said, if we put two test exams in front of Royce right now, one of them was competitive gaming, the other being craft beer, what would he know more about right now? And John said, it's a toss-up. Well, I don't know. I don't know. That pong was fast enough for me. Here's Trevor, John. what the hell are you talking about? Here is John Height with a sports update. Thank you, Patrick. This update sponsored by Staples. Staples has low prices on everything your business needs to clear the clutter, like banker boxes, file folders, and storage bins. Less mess, more success. Visit staples.com for more. Staples, it's pro time. The Vikings play the Eagles, of course, in the NFC Championship game Sunday, and they held their first practice of the week today. Coach Mike Zimmer says it'll be important to be able to run the ball. Well, it's important that we, that we are um, efficient in the runs. Uh, we stay away from the negative runs. Um, you know, I think I think the, the team on. that probably runs the ball better will probably end up winning the football game. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. It's a 540 start from Philadelphia on Sunday. Uh, Vikings injury report today. Adam Thielen did what? not practice. Uh-oh. Vikings leading receiver listed on today's report with a lower back injury. He caught six passes for 74 yards in that game against the Saints on Sunday. Andrew Sandeo, a limited participant. He, of course, suffered that concussion against the Saints on a hit from receiver Michael Thomas. He has not yet cleared concussion protocol, but when asked today, uh, Coach Zimmer said, eh, he'll be okay. <laughs> like he always does. Pat, I'm yeah, starting to get does. nervous. I'm starting why? to get nervous for Sunday. Why? I don't, of course you are. I, 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 I just, I don't know why. I was confident Monday, at the the emotional high of, of what we saw against the Saints. I'm starting to have my doubts. They've They're lost to creep three. In. They're 0-3 in playoff games against the Eagles, 0-2 in Philadelphia. You know why? Why? Philadelphia was better than they were <laughs> when the, the the other two times they went. This time the Vikings are better than they are. So that's that's a big advantage having the best that team. That is true, but having the best team is a big advantage. I've always said that. <laughs> Defensive tackle Shamar uh, Stefan, who left Sunday's game with a knee injury, didn't practice today either. And Mackenzie Alexander, limited. He's got a rib problem of some sort. Uh, in the AFC game? A whiplash problem from uh, <laughs> Sunday. The uh, AFC game injury report today. Uh, Tom Brady 
limited in practice mm-hmm. today. That's Belichick messing with uh, everybody. Uh, who's yeah. the backup now? By Brian the way, Hoyer Brian is your Hoyer. backup. Oh, promising youngster Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Uh, Brady was limited with a right hand injury. Uh, that caused Wouldn't him... that be perfect for this this final four, though? <laughs> Keenum? Oh, God. Uh, Foles? Uh, Bortles and uh, and Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer in the final four. That'd be good. Oof. The Patriots public relations staffer had said that Brady was meeting with the team's medical staff at the time that he was supposed to be holding a news conference. <laughs> so he didn't hold the news conference. Of course, he's been on and off the injury report at times this season. Achilles problems, left shoulder problem. This is the first time anything's been mentioned about a throwing hand. Uh, players who were asked, though, about Brady later in the day said they weren't aware of anything that happened injury-wise at practice with their quarterback. Right. Quarterbacks well, get hurt all the time. Just being precautious. Yep. Uh, yeah. Todd Haley out as offensive coordinator of the Steelers. Team does not plan to give Haley a new contract. Quarterbacks coach Randy Feekner, who has worked closely with Ben Roethlisberger for much of his career, is expected to be promoted to offensive coordinator. That, according to ESPN's Chris Mortensen, Haley had a successful six-year run with Pittsburgh, helping the Steelers post top 10 scoring offenses in each of the past four seasons, franchise's longest such streak since the 1970s. John, how does Feekner spell his name? F-I-C-H-T-N-E-R. I bet he is Ross Fitner, Fickner's grandson. Really? Who's Former Ross Purdue not? quarterback. I'm oh, going to okay. have to look that up. Ross Fickner. Yes. You've got a steel trap, sir. I know my Purdue quarterback. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I Comes in real handy. <laughs> <laughs> now, honey, where are my kids? If they ever have a video game featuring <laughs> Purdue quarterbacks, I'm going to kick your ass. You'll be the televised hey, kid. Champion. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, Ross. Yeah, you dummy. Well, you took Dale Samuels instead of Mike Phipps. What the hell's the matter with you? Hey, I heard of Phipps at least. I don't know the other yeah, guy, but I know I Phipps. Know. Okay. Drew Brees. I'm, I'm, I'm old. Though. Drew Brees. You know who was a uh, Purdue quarterback, don't you? Kyle Orton. Bernie Allen, the Twins' uh, really? second baseman. Yes, I didn't Bernie know Allen. that. Yeah, yeah. nineteen sixty. Chris is looking like I have no idea who that is. No, no I'm no, just. He, that was a terrible, you know, he would he would have been a great uh, second yep. baseman for the Twins. He blew out his knee. Wrecked his knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing the focus group that says, I got an idea, a video game <laughs> featuring Purdue quarterbacks. Purdue quarterbacks. Look, we sold one copy to a guy in Fort Myers. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Come Allen. on, honey, let's play another game here. <laughs> you think she'll uh, give us something to do? Uh, Bernie Allen's knee got hurt so bad he became such a bad ball player, he ended up with the Yankees during the really bad mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Uh, after the Twins uh, got rid of him because of the knee problem, unfortunately. Uh, former Twins news, by the way, Brian Dunsing signing a new deal with the Cubs. He was with them last year. This is a two-year deal. Uh, Dunsing pitched 62 and a third innings last year, finished with a 2.74 ERA, and he gave up only uh, one run in five appearances in the postseason. Man, Deuce has been in the league for a number of years <laughs> now. Has. Holy cow. When he was, uh, he was what, about three years ago? He was lost, right? Yeah. Uh, did yeah. he even have a... I think he signed a minor he, league deal with Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, wasn't he? He was in the minors for a while. Yeah. He was He was up and down with Baltimore. God one bless of my, him. Uh, one of the ten greatest guys the Twins have ever had, though. Man, what a, <laughs> what a character. And he got a two-year deal from the Cubs. You know, he, deal. You yeah. know he had his Tommy John at Nebraska because he started pitching on a day when it was 28 degrees. Oh, oh yikes. 28 degrees oh, and he my blew God. out his elbow. Yeah. Wow. 
And NFL free agent Colin Kaepernick announcing today that he'll name 10 beneficiaries over the next 10 days for the final $100,000 of his $1 million pledged charity. Uh, the $20,000 goal will go toward travel stipends for families. Uh, the match to Kaepernick's 10000 uh, came courtesy of Golden State Warriors forward Kevin Durant. So uh, cool for Durant. That's good. Do that. All right, John. Yep. Thank you. The winning is always a plus, but as far as like uh, having a new week and a new opportunity is more so the more important thing that we wanted. You know, um, we get another week to put some things together, prepare, and go out there and try to try to get another win. So, you know, uh, moving in the right direction, yes, I guess you get a momentum for that, but you know, it's not too much. Stephon Diggs, the hero of a Sunday's unlikely victory. Guess what I saw today? On the uh, one-mile ride out of the uh, jungle, uh, out to the uh, Daniels Parkway where the uh, stadiums are located. What did you see? A Viking flag attached to the Come window. Come on. Yeah, we got a Viking. We got some uh, Minnesotans down here proudly claiming their Vikingism uh, after uh, Sunday's game. Well, so. to quote my man Royce, you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a Viking flag in a vehicle <laughs> in town, no. They oh, are, they're all out oh, there. Oh, they, God, yeah. They, they went... You know, I've told you the story about my old man looking for the Santa Claus suit. Uh, you know, every year for Christmas, he had to go look and he'd find it underneath a stairwell or something, all rolled up in a ball because he had to go out and play thirsty Santa when he, uh, you know, on, that's where the people were digging through old boxes and stuff looking for those Viking flags oh. on uh, on Monday, weren't they? Or oh, Sunday God. night? Yes. I got where we do what do we do with that flag? They already put set them on car. fire at about seven o'clock, and at seven. <laughs> yeah. 15 right. they were looking for him again i told you guys one of my uh, one of the the funniest thing about that atlanta game uh was the 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 flags out in the park you remember it was oh, kind yeah. of a mucky muddy yes. wet day and the flags i was walking back to the strip about Three hours after the game, and I was high stepping over flags as uh, everybody threw them away. So there would have been a few of those uh, again. Uh, although I don't know, where's where do people park now with the new ballpark? Well, There's, what's uh, what's a weird? A lot of the lots are gone. All, right? A lot of those lots are gone, and and they also closed a few more additional ones because of the Super Bowl preparations. So I don't know if they would have lost even more parking lots had they hosted the game on uh, this coming Sunday. Where do you uh, go? Uh, where do you get falling down drunk before the game now? Well, I mean, see, what are you going to do? What I usually do is I park here, then take the train over, over yeah. to the uh, over yeah, to the park. But but sense. because it's it's like sixty bucks if you want to park your car within walking distance of the stadium in one of those lots. It ain't it probably, cheap. It probably won't be that cheap. Uh, oh. It probably won't be that cheap for the. I don't know how close can even how close are people going to be able to get? Well, the that's Super what Bowl I wonder. I wonder if I even know. if any of those lots are even going to be available because they'll probably have them uh, other things set up for all the festivities that'll take place for the day of the game. So all these millions that we're bringing in, they're going to cost people money. The parking lot attendant oh. guys, are, owners are going to make less than they would have if there wasn't a Super Bowl. Oh, right? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, but you do wonder. They they probably are charging whoever it is, whether it's the host committee or some sponsor or whatnot, to set up in that lot. They aren't giving those away. You've got to, you've got to think. Yeah, I got it. But if you're uh, in associated with the NFL in any way, you're going to be parking for free. That's why we came up with fifty million dollars. <laughs> Probably say a horrible, horrible story uh, out of Washington State. Oh my God! Did you guys see this? Yes. Uh, 
Uh, Manny, did you see that? Man, alive. Uh, Tyler Halinski, their uh, 21-year-old uh, quarterback, uh, didn't wasn't at practice or they said they must they're not practicing so workouts or something so they went and checked on him and found a, found him dead from a self-inflicted uh, gunshot wound and 21 year old kid dude, and that Luke Falk guy was uh, gone and uh, you know he was leaving and this kid was going to be their starting quarterback and uh, about poor Tracy Clays he gets the jab he walks in he's probably the first few days he's in the uh, been around there and uh, you run into this. Uh, absolute tragedy and uh people just don't know they're just uh absolutely crestfallen out there because and the kid did leave a suicide note too and, yeah uh, they, i mean obviously you're not going to learn any details of that but uh it's uh no no hints according to people that there was anything going on with him so. well and you know you and i talked about this briefly during a commercial break and it's it's sadly you're seeing an increase of this type of thing yeah, not just with athletes but but that age range it's the it's the kids that are, you know, that, that that's 15 to 22-year-old to age range. You're just seeing an increase of that. And maybe it's we're hearing more about these stories because we're exposed to so much more news, um, at, at, you know, during these times. It's it's, it's very troubling. I, I, I mean, even locally, you're seeing a lot of this kind of stuff oh, yeah. pop up. It's, and it's just, uh... it's so sad when it's a kid that's 21 years old. You got the rest of your life in front of you. You just, like you said, you don't know what kids are dealing with. No, it's uh, it's uh, terrific. Hey, is Mister is Manny there today? Manny's uh, grabbing some audio in the oh, other okay. room. Yeah, all right, because I hadn't uh, heard from him. I thought maybe he was mad. No, I thought maybe he was mad at something. No, so, usually when yeah. he's mad at you, he'll just start spouting off yeah. nonsense. Well, that's yeah. true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, what a terrible, uh, what, a, what a terrible story. So the uh, so you're getting you're getting you're getting antsy. Huh? Well, do you, do you generally get antsy. Uh, were you antsy before the Saints came? I wasn't antsy. I, I leading up, I was confident all week that they were going to win, and then they got out to the big lead. And then when the st- Saints started to chip away, I started to get the knot in the stomach. Like, uh oh, are they really <laughs> going to blow this? And then I don't. You know what? I'm getting the same. What I what, what's causing my angst. I'm getting the same feeling of forty, not forty-one donut. They're not going to lose by forty-one no. points, but but they were favored going into that Giants Two game. Points, yeah. They were favored going into that game. It's just it's on the road. They never beat Philly in Philadelphia. That's what's that's what's causing me concern. And I know the Vikings are a better team. I just I'm getting that feeling, and I don't know why. <laughs> well, I'm a uh, tortured Viking fan, Patrick. Well, I can't it help it. I, I'll uh, I'll never forget uh, when we're gonna we might be mentioning this game pretty soon, but uh, I'll never forget Wicker coming up to me before the Falcons Vikings game. Yep, and saying, you know what. This is just like Pittsburgh. We'd been in Pittsburgh together for an AFC title game when they were going to play San Diego, remember? Oh, yeah. That San Diego team that went to the Super Bowl. With Jim Harbaugh. Had a bunch of nobodies, right? Yeah. Stan Humphreys. Or Stan Humphreys. You're right. I'm sorry. Stan Humphreys. And they had no chance. And and it was like, you know, the the whole attitude was we are in the Super Bowl, you know. Once we dismissed San Diego, yep. and Wick came up to me and said, "You know, it's just this is this Atlanta team's fourteen and two. Everybody should just maybe pause and say they do have a chance here." But uh, and uh, you know that's uh, 
that's that's one thing you got to look out for. That's the thing. If you're a fan, you, you got as I say, you know what's going to happen unless it does. And that's just it. It, it. We treated that game leading up to the the Falcon game like it was a formality. Yeah. And that's the part that's again, I'm getting that same sense leading up to this game. And I know the Vikings are a better team, but stuff happens. As long as your team doesn't uh, feel that way, you're okay. That's true. Uh, let's let's hope we don't have to uh, blame Pat Shermer for uh, having his eye on the Giants' job. As uh, that was the excuse that Denny Acolyte started using after that loss. Was Billick? Yeah, because Billick was more worried about the Ravens' well, yeah. job than he was the. Yeah, yeah, he went out there and told them to. Give up that sack that uh, allowed the uh, <laughs> allowed the the fumble. Uh, Chuck Smith. Chuck fumble. Smith around on the end. So anyway, uh, but uh, the Vikings. We're going to have Collar a little later tell us what the atmosphere was out there. I'm sure the boys are. This is Wednesday. It's it's okay, fellas. That was fun. It's okay. We don't care anymore about what happened Sunday. Yep. <laughs> we're we're, we're on to Philly. Yep. On to Philly. Yes, that's right. All right, we shall return. This is the Ride with Ricey. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick? So do you think Gary Anderson will... Make this field goal, the answer should probably be yes. 39 yards away. And it's not good. From 39 yards out. Anderson is good. He knows it. They know it. Morton Anderson. From 38 yards officially. Morton Anderson and the Atlanta Falcons ended 30 to 27. And Atlanta goes to Miami. Do you, th- do you think I wanted to do this? Yes. I did not. I did not totally want to wanted do this. You totally wanted to do this. I did not want to do this, <laughs> but I had to do it on when the, when we got Viking Mania going, and it turns out this is the 19th anniversary of that game. You have to do it if you're doing this day in history, don't you? You know what? I hate it. But you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. When you uh, are the sports talk juggernaut that we are, we yeah, owe it yeah, to the millions of people that listen to us to play that today. Oh, I'm sure they were playing it repeatedly from a 9 to 12 on the uh, other <laughs> sports station today. Huh? You think they replay, You think they played that? Actually, I think that today? time slot is forbidden from ever bringing that game up. I believe so. That, uh, that could be the case. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, January 17th, 1999, uh, the uh, loss uh, to the Atlanta Falcons. Oh. So leave that one in mind Sunday, not because... I think the Vikings are going to lose, but just keep it in mind that don't uh, don't count on um, you know don't spend three thousand dollars for a Super Bowl ticket yet. Wait and see what happens. Okay, right? Yeah. I think you should do that. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, we're going to be back. Uh, Manuel, help us uh, break down the Timberwolves' performance yesterday. I'll that try. Must have been something.